I'm Harrison. And I'm Amir. And we believe that one of life's most valuable assets is the gift of conversation. In the midst of life, sometimes we forget the true power of a deep, meaningful conversation. So take a breath, come join us, and let's talk about life. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. My name is Harrison King. And my name is Amir Koro. And uh, I'm excited to be here. This is always one of my favorite parts of the week. We get to sit down and have a chat with Amir and, uh, and share it with all of you lovely people. So thank you before we start for, thank you for listening, taking time out of your day and, and hanging out with us. Um, we've, we were just having a little talk, Amir and I, and, and you know, life's life, life's busy and there's a lot of different things going on. And, and my topic today is, uh, is related to how I've been feeling recently. Um, and I think I want to talk a little bit about putting, managing your energy and, and where your energy is going and specifically not having enough time or energy for yourself. At the moment, I feel like for context, um, I'm putting a lot of my energy, almost all of it is being used for other people. Other people are using it. And, and that's not a choice I make. I'm trying to, you know, put energy into my things. And by energy, I'm saying like, you know, specifically time, but like, where I'm thinking about just even my, where my thoughts are and, 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 and how I plan my day and all that kind of stuff is, is currently mainly for other people. And I'm in school, so it goes to school, which is obviously a priority. And it's like, it kind of trumps things, unfortunately. And then I got work stuff that is very demanding and, um, and other, other people's, uh, performances here, uh, at school and, and last, but, certainly not least is me. And that seems to be the very last thing that's coming. And coupled with that, I'm gonna do a little monologue at the beginning, and then we'll have our chat. Um, Coupled with that is also what I've been thinking a lot about is, is rest and making time for rest, which goes hand in hand with this. And it's something I've always struggled with. I think a lot of people, have, uh, you know, find it challenging. And I've been recently trying to make time for rest, you know, like going, this is a period right now where I want to do a bunch of extra stuff. I want to edit all the podcast stuff and I want to make YouTube videos, whatever. I can't, but I, I, I need to sit down and, and have a restful night. And I'm trying to allow myself to do that, but it's hard. And it's something that I think almost everybody, like, I don't think anybody really has this sorted out. And um, those are the two things that have been on my mind and I want to discuss. So welcome, Amir Koro. What do you have to say? <laughs> wow. do i feel you dude that Uh, is we are all there honestly like when you said like i don't think it's something anyone has figured out i know for a fact that's you know i feel like that just goes into the biggest conversation about work-life balance Mm. which is you know that's a whole another pandora's box Mm -hmm. can of worms you know to open up um that's you know we're, we're i feel that so strongly for myself like kind of how that's been manifesting is like um it's it's not so much um, that it's that my energy is being used by other people, but rather that I need to learn to set boundaries with myself, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and and understanding that there are natural lows and natural you know cycles to you know our energy, our our mental capacity, and how much we're able to be productive, you know, mm-hmm. within any given time. So I I feel you, dude. I feel you. What are what are some things that you've been doing specifically to, I guess, make time for yourself? Yeah, I mean, it's always I always say it's things in the morning. Like I try to meditation is the really one thing I try to been I've wow, 
that was a sentence. I've been <laughs> trying to to prioritize. Again, it's almost been a year. I've done it every day, a form of that, even if it's super short. And that's that's always helpful because it's like, especially at the beginning of the day where it's like, even if it's three minutes or whatever, or like I sit down and I do a couple breaths, like that's literally like I woke up late and I got to go. But I've been trying to start with that because if I start with that, then, you know, um, I am prioritizing myself first. But it's a... Uh, like right now, it's it's tough. It's really tough. Like it's trying to find those moments throughout the day where it's like I really enjoy cooking, and but sometimes I'm rushed because I got to get somewhere, so I can't even fully be present with that. Um, so it's it's not really a list of things. It's just like where can I try to fit it in, and it's different every day, and and it's it's hard. It really is challenging. Yeah, I so feel you. <laughs> I so feel you. I think. Um that's one thing I definitely felt. So for context for, for the listeners, um, so I was on the East Coast for the last, you know, like week or so. And it was a really, really busy, frantic time. It was a last minute trip, as I think I mentioned, or if you heard on the last, you know, mm -hmm. last podcast mm -hmm. episode, you know, it was like the most last minute spontaneous trip I'd ever taken. Um, and so things were like rushed, it was stressful, I was lacking sleep and all these different things. And you know, to kind of go from that high point of activity, that that crazy rushed time where like I'm, I'm doing my best to be present and then suddenly to like return and like it's like kind of just slow and back to normal and it's just all work and stuff. It's like th that readjustment has been particularly difficult for me <laughs> this week, mm. not going to lie. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like... I'm trying, I've been trying my best to be present and today has been a little bit better, but you know, I, I feel you when you say like when things are going fast, it's hard to find a moment to slow down. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I've been trying to do, and I'm curious what you think about this. One thing I've been trying to do is like, you know, as I'm going about and as I'm working, as I'm doing the things that I need to do, um, you know, seeing how can I be present even in the doing, mm. you know, even as I'm, you know, running to the grocery store or something or like flying out the door you know it, it's like this old zen saying you know rushing slowly right you know right and so still keeping that inner space it's hard i'm still figuring it out i don't know what do you think it's what i it's that's a good good question this is something i've been like thinking about which is why you know i'm saying as i'm going if i'm and i'm doing din if i'm i love cooking dinner so can i incorporate that into cooking dinner and stuff but it's I feel exhausted at that point. Like, I think my thing, my challenge recently has been that, like, this energy thing, here's, here's the context. This is what gave me this big awakening the other day. I woke up, right, the other morning, and I'm tired mm -hmm. because we've been having late rehearsals. So I've been going to bed really late, and I've been very tired. So uh, trying to get that back on track. But I woke up, and I'm like, I'm very exhausted already this morning. And I don't really want, this was Monday, okay? So this is whatever that was. What are we today? Tuesday is yesterday. So yeah, I, yesterday. I woke up yesterday morning and and I'm like, what if I just ignored all the responsibilities like that I feel like I have to do this week, right? And I just went about my life and did my own thing for seven days, okay? Obviously, I'm never going to do this, but I'm thinking about it. And I'm just like, what, what, what if? And then I realized that I would come back next Monday and I would look at my phone and computer and all these things like calls and whatever, right, that I would have missed. 
And it would be all these people that I could list and name that would be upset that I didn't do something for them. And that would, that would be it. That's what I would have missed out on. And it was this realization that, like, if I didn't do anything this week, the only things I main, the main things I'm doing this week that I'm putting my energy into is just so other, uh, because other people need me. And that can be obviously that's, that's, you know, it is what it is, but I, that really didn't sit well with me. And it made me go, I need, I don't want that to be the case. I want me to need me. And then I can choose to put my energy elsewhere. But right now it really feels like I have to. And I think this is something that a lot of people feel but don't think about. Because I felt that for a long time. I never really thought about it that way. And it's like people that maybe feel trapped in a job where they have to do this job because they need money and that's life. And unfortunately, but they don't like you're, you're doing something for other people. Like your purpose in that sense feels like it's, it's for other, another person. You're being used by another person, um, your, your energy, your life, your time. And it really didn't, it didn't sit well with me. And I don't know, I don't have an answer. I just wanted to bring it up and, mm. and discuss it. Um, and I don't think we, sh I don't think we need to sit here and try to resolve the problem maybe, but just talk about it because I don't know if we can resolve the problem because like part of it is, Right now I'm in school, I need money because, you know, I'm, I'm living. So I've got a job, which is where some of that energy is going. That's like, I can't really change that right now. Um, there's things like that, but, but um, yeah, it was just an interesting way to think about it. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. Dude, the fact that you bring that up, this is a conversation that I was having yesterday. Hmm. <laughs> I was having this conversation yesterday with Annie. I feel like, um, yeah, it's something that we don't really think about, like kind of just like the you know, the entire, like, not to get to, like, like, I, I obviously, I won't be, like, political or, like, any ideological thing, but, like, it's interesting, like, to think about how, like, the, the economic engine that we work within is essentially us, like, giving our time in, in certain circumstances for other people, right? Mm -hmm. It feels like you're kind of being, in a way, used, <laughs> you know, like, your yeah. energy is being yeah. used for, for other people. And, I think bring that to myself. I think I I feel that. And it's something that I felt um, with a lot of jobs, with a lot of things that I've had in the past. And I, I'd say like kind of that feeling is what has made me unhireable. Right. I would say at this point, I'm <laughs> right. like pretty like unhireable because I only yeah. want to work for myself. Right. Which yeah. is why I do what I do. Um, it's also kind of one of the reasons why I left the, 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 uh, you know, yeah. big New York job that, <laughs> that I mentioned to you before. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that aspect of things, I think it's something that we need to question more, right? I think not being afraid to prioritize ourselves. And I know it's idealistic because, you know, at the end of the day, are there responsibilities? Yeah. Like, do, do we need to put mm -hmm. food on the table? Yes. Like, yes. you know, if someone has a family out there, like, do you need to provide? Like, yeah. You know, um, in an ideal world, we would all just like, you know, work for ourselves and, you know, any time that we give to other people would be a contribution. But I think kind of like within the current model of things that we have and, you know, it's the best thing that we got right now. So I'm not going to, you know, not going to rail against it, I'm not going to rage against the proverbial machine, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. um, I think. It, it, it comes down to like prioritizing ourselves. And as you mentioned, like, you know, finding finding that time but that's also something that hasn't sit well with me and that's i guess why i dropped out <laughs> why i dropped out um why i've been trying to work for myself i i feel like that's something that a lot of 
I guess, would you call us a Gen Z? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us in Gen Z are kind of feeling and figuring out at least like the more entrepreneurial minded amongst us, which I feel is like actually quite a lot of, you know, Gen Z. Um, we don't want to work for anyone. We kind of like want to do our own thing. We want to prioritize ourselves. And I think the internet allows that, you know, in mm-hmm. many ways it democratizes um democratizes so much and so we are able to do that but i think um within what we got right now like we got responsibilities we need to you know i have a job as well but i feel like at least within the job i'm grateful that it's not so much of a like i need to be here at this time it's mainly me in control i just answer to some people but it's you know i feel like Mm -hmm. there's autonomy there i feel like that's the word autonomy you know feeling that we have autonomy over our lives freedom you know being able to feel like we are managing our energy. We are the ones in control mm-hmm. of where our time and energy goes. Like, I feel you. I don't like feeling like I have to be somewhere mm-hmm. like I have to do something. Right. And it's something that I grapple with because it's like, at some point, wouldn't you agree? Like there are things that we have to do. Yeah, I know it's, and, and you say about our, our generation, I think that comes from, I think we have an innate human like instinct to be free in whatever way that that is right for you and and we haven't as people been or society been able to do that for until this point because of the way we've been building society and things up right now there's this big shift the great resignation right Mm -hmm. which is happening right now which is what you're talking about where all these people are are quitting their nine to five jobs because they don't want to do it anymore and and i think a lot of people think can think that this is a bad thing and that you should like no you're being self-centered and what i'm like yeah be self-centered like yeah. you if in that sense not like in an egotistical way but mm-hmm. like you need to put yourself first and i think we all that's where that's coming from that we all like i know you and i are talking about we're very like driven by doing our own thing but i think just in general a lot of people don't like being told what to do right so so I, I think there will be a shift in, in how, I don't know how, I have zero clue how this is going to work because the economy is a thing. And, uh, but people, you know, society is going to somehow shift from that, everybody responding to somebody else to to this people kind of doing stuff more independently. And then I guess there's a the problem where it comes to a point where if everybody's a YouTuber or everybody's an <laughs> entrepreneur, like then what, mm-hmm. right? Like who's working for you? Uh, nobody. So I don't know, but but I'm honestly happy to see other people our age and not just our age, but just in general thinking about this because mm-hmm. we're we've come to a point, and I'll acknowledge that we've come to a point in in our lives, at least in Canada here, where we're privileged to be able to to think that way, mm-hmm. and and I don't think we need to feel bad about that. I think we should acknowledge it and not take it for granted. But I don't think we need to go. Well, I can't, you know not do this job because I don't want to um, because there's people elsewhere that have, like, I think you still need to, if we had the opportunity to do it, but, but it's interesting that everybody seems to be doing this at the same, at the same Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting on what you're saying. And like what we're talking about right now reminds me so much. I'm going to reference another podcast reminds me so much of the Naval podcast. I've mentioned this um, in one of my like YouTube mm-hmm. videos is like one of my favorite like mindset things. Absolutely phenomenal podcast. Y'all should go check it out as well. Um, but basically one thing that Naval said in his podcast that so deeply resonated with me is this. Nobody is going to value you 
more than you value yourself. Exactly. No one's going to value your time more than you value your own time. No one's going to value your energy more than you value your own energy. And I think people are realizing that in the sense that, you know, we're working for like, you know, lots of us are working for these companies or something that would like lay us off at the drop of a hat, you know? Right. Right. If, if it didn't suit, you know, their economic interests or, you know, all, all these different things and recognizing that, you know, it is, I think what it comes down to is like recognizing it is not wrong to value yourself. Yeah. I feel like yeah. oftentimes there's a lot of guilt associated with that. Like, you know, I shouldn't value myself, like, you know, all these different things. But once again, coming back to that, no one's going to value you more than you, mm -hmm. you know? And so like set the bar high, right? I think being unapologetic about that, I'll speak from my perspective, you know, just being like, you know, a son of an immigrant, like Asian family and everything. Mm -hmm. That's definitely not the rhetoric that you know you hear a lot right. in you know asian families like so much of my experience and you know just the the asian experience is like you know you do things for your family you bring honor to your family you provide for your parents like you know like in asian families like typically the grandparents will still live with Mm -hmm. the parents and then the parents will still live with the kids as they get older like and the, it's the kids responsibility to take care of them and to you know do everything and that's always something that i've had i guess my own it like my own issues with because i value myself because it's like i like yes of course i love my family you know, but at the end of the day, my life isn't for my family. My life is for me. Mm -hmm. um, that has always brought me into like conflict with my family. Yeah. Because like there's kind of this expectation, mm -hmm. this kind of obligation. Um, I don't know. I just, I just don't like it. And I think it, it's important to recognize that we have a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, it, we have a choice in like where we want to give our energy. Um, and at the same time, I'm going to be guilt tripped to hell if I mention this, you know, in a family gathering. So right. I, I don't know. What do you what do you think about that? Is that something that you relate with in your own experience? I think just through my my experience with people. So not my family or a cultural thing like you're talking about, but I've had I've had experiences with friends, peers where I've said that I make choices about doing or not doing something because I'm prioritizing what I need. Mm -hmm. um, and they disagree with it completely. Actually, I mean, a, a blatant ex an example of this is we were talking about planning. Somebody was planning a rehearsal. This is theoretical. It wasn't actually happening. But we were talking about what if somebody planned a rehearsal or in music school, it happens a lot, on my birthday. My birthday is very important to me. A lot of people, you know, some people care about their birthday, some people don't. I really, it's important to me and I celebrate myself and, and I want to have that time for me. And they were like, well, what if they booked a rehearsal and they were like, we need everybody here this night. And I'd be like, well, I'm not available. But they're like, but you are available, right? Like you don't have anything, other activities to do. I'm like, yeah, but my activity I need to do is 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 be there for myself. Like this is a priority for me. And they couldn't, they didn't agree with me and we we didn't really argue but i was just kind of like okay like that's fine but like if the situation ever came up i would not attend because i am i am quote unquote busy even though they're like well you're not going to another activity for somebody else you know what i mean like i'm going to an activity for me but it's not valuable enough because it's just for me so i can move that to another time and and i've had that come up and not just that this has happened i think a couple of times 
And and I don't feel bad at all, even like saying this, this might upset people, right? That, oh, you're being really self-centered. Like, what if that person really needed you that night? Be like, okay, well, I'm not around. Like, I'm not doing it because I'm trying to be mean to you. I'm trying to prioritize myself. And if we allow ourselves not to do, like, we we don't allow ourselves to do that, I think it becomes a really big issue where then you're really feeding into like, where's the self-respect and stuff too, because you need that. And, and it is a really tough thing to go back to what you were saying, because well, we've mentioned this, I think before, but like people always saying you need to be humble and all this, right? Like you can't be egotistical and, 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 and selfish, but, but there's a difference between being selfish and not care. Like, so I think being selfish in my opinion is like, there's a good way to do it. Like, and, but then there's like the way most people think about it, where it's, you're doing something and not thinking about others. You're like, this is my, I'm doing this because I want it. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. If it ruins your life, whatever, it benefits me. I think that's what people think about. But I think being selfish to me, like being selfish is a good thing. And the way I think about it is, is, um, well, let's take that example again. You know, I'm being selfish because I'm selfish and putting myself first. Maybe that's how I think about it. I'm putting myself first. This is a priority for me. I'm going to do it. Now, I've thought about how it would affect the other people, whatever. If it was absolutely necessary, yes, I would go to the rehearsal, said rehearsal. This is all theoretical. But um, but I'm putting myself first after, uh, uh, you know, addressing the situation, thinking about it. And and I think that we do need to be selfish um, in that sense and put ourselves first because like you said, nobody else is going to put you first, right? Even the people closest to you, they're still going to like, they go to bed every night thinking about their life and what's happening. Like you might be on their mind or whatever, but you are not the priority. You are, unfortunately, you are not the priority and never will be the priority of anybody else. You may be on the top of the list, but you're not going to be number one, right? Because you know, Amir's not, you're not walking around every day and you don't wake up in the morning and go, well, what's Harrison got to do this morning? Well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like what's Harrison going to have for breakfast? Did he shower last night? Should he do that? Like, you? I don't actually remember. Um, maybe you should be thinking about it. <laughs> Keep me on top of things. But you know, like, like nobody's going to do that. And I think, I think this is a really good conversation to have and I'm glad we're having it. So that's, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think, I think maybe the word I wouldn't use is I, I wouldn't per, for myself personally, perhaps my word wouldn't be selfish, but maybe my word would be like just, well, this collection of words would just be valuing myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. Perhaps, totally. Or even like self-respect, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I feel like, you know, going back to the conversation that we had last time, I feel like the word, like the entire thing about like, oh, you should be humble. Oh, what? This is just for you. You should do this for me. Like the that entire like thing about you should be humble. You're being selfish. Like these kinds of things. I feel like is like, is there validity in it? You know, in certain circumstances? Yes. Yeah. I feel like so often it's used as a way to guilt trip people yes. and yes. like take them by the arm and like, you know, like you know, manipulate come them. this way. Yeah, exactly. exactly right. I, I feel like it's often used really manipulatively, you know, in, in the ways that I've seen it's like, Oh, come on, you're being so selfish. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I respect myself and I value my time. Right. And I think being able to communicate that without fear, I think is such a, such a valuable skill to have, you know, because it's definitely a skill that requires practice, you know, to be able to like, 
in the immortal words of Mark Manson, master the subtle art of not giving an F. Right. Know? Like, like I think it, yeah, I think it comes back to that, you know, being unashamed and being unbothered. Like I'm going to do this for me. You know, like if it was on your birthday and like you communicated that to me, I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I understand. Let me figure out something that respects you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. like you respect your time and I respect you. Therefore, I respect your time. Right. 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 It's not that I'm using you to do. No. Right. That's, you know, and, and I think that's important to understand in like kind of any interaction or any ask or any relationship. Like, yeah. Like, where's the respect at? Mm. Um, yeah, that, that, that's my thought. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think. There is a lack of respect overall, I would say. When we're not just as you say that, maybe this is incorrect, but and I think that comes from this normalized society that we're talking about, about people using other people for their energy and time, which is how we've gotten to this point in the world. Um, and that by nature, like there's ways to do it, but but just naturally you're not respecting other people's lives. Like, you know, it's not uncommon for people our parents' age who have been working for a long time to have spent 30 plus 40 years of their life, eight hours a day, like 40 days, like an obscene amount of time doing stuff that they don't like for somebody else that they maybe don't like. There's that, that relationship does not naturally have respect. You know what I mean? If I share that, they might be a kind person that's doing this, but the nature of the relationship is not respectful because at least in my opinion, and I I really don't want to upset people by doing this. Maybe I sound like crazy woo woo, but like, I'm with you. We sound crazy woo -woo together. (laughs) No, but I, I don't, I don't mean to, and I don't want anybody to feel bad about doing that. I'm just saying like that the nature of, of that, you know, job or that experience lacks respect because again we only have let's say let's just be generous right let's say a hundred years okay let's say everybody's got a hundred years lived you've spent eight hours a day for well over the majority of your life doing something for other people and then you're gonna die like it just it just i cannot get it i just every time i think about it i'm like it's your life, dude, you know, like it's your life and it's not the people's fault. It's the way this has been built, but man, the system, it's so messed up. And I think that, that I'm, I'm hopeful because like you said, people, our generation are are starting to, I think a lot of people think that way because we talk about it now and it's, it's like allowed to be talked about, you know, and uh, less of a radical idea maybe. And, and I think things will change somehow because people realize that like we're here to live and and do something. I don't want to spend my entire life doing something I don't want for somebody else. That's stupidity, right? Like, and, and um, yeah. And it's obviously like I'm saying, it's a, it's a tough thing to to share and talk about because I'm not like uh, trying to beat down the people that are doing it. It's not your fault or anybody's fault. It's just how we've gotten to this place where that's the normal and like nobody thought about it, so I'm glad that things are starting to change. But I really just cannot, cannot wrap my head around it. But I yeah, think that the, the respect thing—that's what—that's what I. I don't think there's respect. I think there's a lack of respect. Period. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. 
now to bring in, of course, you know, if you if you're listening and you're like, okay, these guys are like just entitled, these guys are privileged, exactly. You know, like bringing in, like, okay, so like let's give credence. One might say, um, one might say, okay, that's really really idealistic, but this is the real world. People mm-hmm. need to do things that they don't want to do in order to keep our society running. Like right now, the fact that our lights are on is that someone is like, I don't know, maybe slumped over in a basement, like doing something like coding that keeps our electrical grid online is that necessarily right. what they want to be doing no but it keeps us all alive yes i get that right and like that is where our society is built up to so far but let me present you this thought experiment this is something from naval and if you're curious kind of like about our discussion like what we're talking about here i would you know recommend like go uh, listen to the naval podcast yeah. like he, he talks about this a lot okay so here's the thought experiment you know i it's not necessarily like what he posits and i wholeheartedly agree with this is that everyone can at one at some point in history everyone can and will end up working for themselves here's the thought experiment right seems overly ideal overly idealistic it's not a matter of you know privilege or opportunities but really it's a matter of education and skill set okay okay imagine this everyone on the earth imagine if every single human being on the earth had the knowledge and the skill set of a good hardware engineer and a good software engineer. Every single person on the planet knew how to code, knew how to build, knew how to program something perfectly, mm. right? Where would humanity be in like a decade or two? You can't even you can't even right. fathom. Exactly, right? Because at that point, we'd all just create robots to do all the menial jobs, right? We'd have you know, like this is far in the future, right? But we'd have like what robot healthcare professionals, robot, you know, like all, all these different things, robot garbage collection, all, all these different menial tasks that, you know, we can program and train someone else to do, you know, that will be replaced by automation. And what will humans be doing at that point? We'll be doing things that we want to do, creative work, expression. If anyone wants to work, then it'll be because of their own choice to right. work. Right. right. And, you know, one might say, okay, automation. Oh, this topic excites me. I'm going in. <laughs> okay. So one might say, okay, automation, but that's going to kill off so many jobs. What are people going to do? You know, like all this kind of stuff. The thing is, technology has always been changing up the jobs or the opportunities that are available at any given point in time. Mm. You know, the invention of electricity, that sure killed a lot of jobs, you know, but what do we do? We find new opportunities within the within the confines of the technology that we have. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not like we have a limited amount of jobs that are available. If there were a limited amount of jobs, then we'd all still be huddled around a fire, you know, dividing scraps of the occasional dead deer and like, you know, like rolling rocks together, right? But the invention of technology creates new opportunities, kills off old jobs that perhaps aren't, that have been automated and that are replaced by that technology. So mm. I don't necessarily think that automation is like a bad thing. I think it's like, it's opening up the possibilities of what we can do as a species and as a society. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, bringing it back to that thing, I think like one day in the future, you know, predicated upon education, skill sets, all, all these different things in the far future, in an ideal future, like we'll all be working for ourselves at some point. Yeah. And that brings me back to what I said, where I think everybody has an innate want for freedom to do their own thing and not work for other people. So I think that that's just slowly these other parts are being lifted away. These these responsibilities or or things that we have to do. There's less have tos and more want tos, you know. And so I think it's always been there. I just think we're slowly getting, you know, it's coming out. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to think about. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, obviously, you know, that that's the dream. I feel like as long as they're like, I'll give credence, like, I'll give some credit. Sorry, I keep on saying credence. Uh, I'll give credit, you know, what credit is due. Our world functions because of people doing jobs that they don't want to do. Yeah, I right? mean, it does. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think, you know, I and I have so much respect for, like, specifically, like, what comes to mind for me are healthcare workers, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, especially, like, frontline nurses who are dealing with the pandemic. Like, you know, I have so much respect you know, I understand that that's a job that, you know, that people don't want to do. No one wants to, like, you know, have to watch another human being suffer and die and, like, do all the things that I've heard that my nursing student friends go through, like, cleaning up, you know, other people and all, all that stuff, you know. Like, no one wants to do that. And unfortunately, like, if we're looking at the reality of what exists right now, you know, that's what keeps the world afloat. Mm-hmm. But, you know we can work towards a future where that is not the case. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the entire point of this conversation. It's like the reality and like, we're not negating the reality in any way, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the situation as it is right now is this, but as we talk about it more, as we equip ourselves and as we empower ourselves and educate ourselves, you know, eventually we can move away from this model, you know, in like, hundreds of years or so you know hopefully yeah you know we can take steps to move away from this model and you know create a world a society where you know it benefits all of us and that's why i think it's important to talk about these things because like yeah there's been a couple couple of times i brought up stuff like this maybe to people and 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 they just don't even want to try to talk about it or get on board you don't have to even get on board with it but just give it a chance it's like, this is the way things are. This is the way they should be. And it's like, like, if we don't, if we don't talk about things, nothing will ever change. And like, life's not perfect. So why don't we discuss ways that it could be better? Like, yeah, and you already said it. And I've said it many times. But like, this conversation is like, you and I both and everybody listen, we all know that this is like, very ideal, right? Like what I'm talking about, getting up and doing like not worrying about anybody else, what they need from me, all like that, that probably won't happen in my lifetime, you know, but, but I think to think about it makes, you can get closer to that being reality, you know, like, like I can find ways if we talk about it, I can take information that you share with me and other people and, and, and these ideas and, and incorporate them into my life, which is this and make, start to try to make it a reality in some way, shape or form. And that's why. I think probably one of, if not the most important things in life is just the sharing of ideas, right? Because that's how we just, we think about things, we try different things. Like if we don't do that and nobody shared ideas, then I mean, the world would go nowhere. Like it would just maybe even start moving back. Like we wouldn't make any, we wouldn't be moving forward toward a better, like just overall living situation for everybody. So that's why I think it's important to to talk about this. Um, are there any ways that, like speaking about that and now us having this conversation, any ways that you think new ways you can try to, um, you know, create this this reality in your own life that you're thinking about? Do you have anything that's mm. coming to mind? Or mm, That's a good question. I feel like for myself personally, like not to like – Obviously, I don't say this to like, you know, 
brag or like say like I'm on some high horse, but I feel like I'm doing a lot of that now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I've kind of reached a point where like I do things for me, like you know mm-hmm. my my current job where I'm working, which you know it's it's great. You know, I teach music and everything. Um, it's primarily like me, like so it's my autonomy, it's my schedule. I show up when I want to. You know, there's no one telling me what to wear, kind of thing. I just happen to be in the space. Um, and kind of the things that I do for other people are out of love and out of choice and like out of giving. I don't mm-hmm. feel like I have to do anything for such and such person. Like, I don't feel like I have to be here. You know, I'm here because I get to be here because I want to be here. Right. Um, as for creating kind of this, this new way of working and of living within my own life personally, I, I always I'm for this conversation I'm really gonna reference Naval a lot just because like he's shaped so much of my um, thoughts on this. Um, when I hire people in the future, which you know I'm definitely planning on doing, you know, like I want to have a team around me helping helping me with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make it very clear that I know that their priority is to do their own thing. You know, I want them to like start their own thing, and it's like I while you're here, I will help train you. I will help equip you. And when you are ready to go out on your own thing, do let it. me know, because I feel like that's like the, you know, ultimate, you know, the ultimate calling, you know, like to go out and do your own thing and to be free. Right. And I hopefully as someone who will hire people want to provide that opportunity and that platform for, you know, the people I hire to jump off of. Mm. So that's kind of like how I think of integrating that. That being said, I think, what's pushing this forward. Like, I feel like the pandemic really exacerbated this new way of thinking. Cause like we realize now like, Whoa, life is short. Do I want to be living it for other people and doing, mm-hmm. you know, something that I, you know, hate just so I can live, you know, doing yeah. something for other people just so I can live my own life. You know, like, like you mentioned on your Instagram story, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Like what, this is kind of like how we live. Have we questioned this? You know, um, Oh gosh, people are gonna think I'm communist. I'm not communist. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> no. You know, um, I am not. <laughs> I am not overly communist. Um, uh, yeah. Anyways, I don't know where that came from, but that's how I plan to integrate it myself. You know, when I hire people in the future, um, maybe you know, learning how much I can automate, seeing how much I can like code and you know, doing that way. But I don't know. It, it's a constant figuring out process. What about you? What do it you really think? is. I don't know. That's my answer. <laughs> mm, I'm trying. That. That's why I'm having this conversation because, mm-hmm. I mean, this has been something I've thought about for a while. We talked about the whole quarter life crisis thing a little while ago. I did mm-hmm. that video and it's just always on my mind. Like I'm not just always stuck in it. That's not the only thing I think about, obviously. And uh, mm-hmm. when we're talking about this topic. So that's why we're, we're in it. So. Overall, like things are great. I'm, I'm, I, I do enjoy the job, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the job I have. And, and funny enough, the, uh, I hate the word boss just because there's this hierarchy thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, he is, and but we're like friends too. Mm-hmm. Um, my boss is like when we first started working. Like I started working with him. He said what you just said. Like he was like, I know you want to do your own stuff. I want to help you get there when you are able to get there, leave, is essentially what he said to me. Um, so, you know, I'm also in a, in, a, in a unique position because that's not always the case, and I know that. 
Um, but I still think it's valuable to th- like to think about it. And I don't want to feel bad for thinking about it because I think everybody, regardless of your situation, deserves to think about what is best for you. Like what would be ideal, right? Um, so, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with that. I, I think that there will be a point where I need, you know, whatever I'm doing, I will need, I can't do everything myself. So I will need help from others. But either I want the help from others to be like something that that person really wants to do. Like they really care about, either what I'm doing or or the type of work that I'm doing and they want to be a part of it or they're in need of some assistance to get where they need to go and then I'm not going to keep them there forever you know like I don't I, I'm they're helping me it's not the other way around and as much as people really don't like Gary V and stuff that he says he, he was sharing something the other day that I saw and and he was saying something about that. I mean, he said it in his Gary V kind of way. He was like, listen, so like. Um, yeah, I could do a killer Gary impression if you want. But he was talking about like an empathy or I don't know, one of his uh-huh. classic things. But but he was saying how he goes like, I don't treat my employees like, like they're there for me. Like this is my company. They're putting time and energy into stuff for me. So why would I like be like, oh, well, you're not going to do this like because you've got a family thing. Like, Put that away and come do stuff for me. And I think that's a way that I hope things start to turn as we have these conversations mm-hmm. and people our generation start to have companies and things that it's like, okay, yes, we'll have, we, let's say you and I, we have a business together. Okay, great. Probably will happen. Um, in, <laughs> in, in, in 25 years, right, you and I, we've got this company and we've got people working for us and and i think they hopefully would would be okay working for us because they don't feel like they're they're kind of working for themselves but helping us out like that's i think what i i want to see society go maybe that's how the whole working for yourself thing is gonna go because it's like you're doing something you love let's say you need a graphic designer right and and like they just i mean it's i guess it's easier in creative stuff because people like if I need a graphic designer, I'm going to hire somebody that does graphic design and they love doing graphic design. So they're going to be like, great, I'll do something for you. Um, but I don't know. I think that that's the way things are going to go. And I completely got off from what you asked me, but that happens a lot. As I'm editing <laughs> these episodes, I'm like, wow, yeah. you asked a question and then I went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just, I guess just thinking about it is how I'm trying to implement it. I just, just trying to think about it and bring it up to other people because mm-hmm. I don't want to be the only one thinking about it. I know I'm not the only one thinking about it. Um, like I, I posted that thing on my, st- I don't know where it is. I wonder if I could find it and read what I, but it basically what we're talking about. Right. And I put it on my story and was like, isn't life weird? Like we spend all this time doing stuff for other people and then like, that's it. <laughs> and, and we don't get time for ourselves. And I, I had so many people reply to that story like more than no, like probably ever and it's like really like this is, responses this is got? people just everybody was like yes like everybody was like yeah mm, interesting so isn't that isn't that something like we're all rega- thinking about it that's it so i don't know i really i don't know neither of us had the answer but we're clearly the world is thinking about it and i don't think we should feel bad about thinking about it mm-hmm. yeah that wow that's interesting like so a lot of people replied and, you know, people are thinking about this. Um, and I think that's kind of, you know, if we were to think of, you know, some solution or, you know, a step forward, I think in many ways it is like, I, I hesitate to use this word just because like it can get 
taken over so easily. What is but it? I think, you know, in many ways, it's a societal awakening. Mm. You know, we're all awakening. I agree. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it, I feel it's a it's an awakening. Um, we're all kind of realizing that the old way of doing things isn't actually the best way. And I feel like that's what every generation goes through. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that's kind of that's the process of improvement. That's how our species gets better. You know, mm -hmm. that's exactly. how life gets better. Um, and to your point, like, I think so much of what this is fueled by is like leadership you know having a leadership that respects and values other people's time mm -hmm. but the thing is like it's easy to leverage labor right there's like different forms of leverage right um you know it's like this archimedes quote i think it was archimedes right give me a place to stand give me a lever long enough and a place to stand and i will move the world right the entire concept of leverage you know there's different forms of leverage but i feel like labor is probably like one of the easiest and oldest you know like back in the time when like the pharaohs were building the pyramids they leveraged other people's labor essentially to build this massive structure and i feel like that's the old way of doing things leveraging other people um and you know people go to it because it's easy that's why mm -hmm. like leaders you know um who don't respect their employees I'm not saying that this is always the case, you know, like there's always exceptions, but, you know, some leaders that might not respect their employees are operating in this old paradigm. And I think, you know, it's on us and our generation to like, you know, be like, no, let's do things in a different way. Let's use different leverage. Let's leverage code, right? Let's leverage automation. Let's leverage capital even, right? Even just money itself, money making money, right? Let's leverage all these different things so that we can respect people's lives and time, right? Because to your point, it's like, wait, we're other people are kind of it feels almost like other people are using our time and our energy you know totally. and i think it's up to us as leaders you know to to in the immortal overquoted words of my dude mahatma gandhi be the change <laughs> you wish to see in the world <laughs> yeah so overquoted <laughs> but it's a good quote it's a good it's quote. quote that's a good quote you have another favorite quote? Not that's not I'm obviously your favorite quote, but do you have like a favorite quote? One of my favorite quotes at the moment that you haven't said um, on here. That's the hard that part. I haven't said. Uh, well, I think I like kind of mentioned it last time. Well, I'll, I'll bring this up anyways. I think one of my favorite quotes at the moment uh, is by this one really cool guy. I, I'm not sure if you know him. Um, it, it basically goes, "We're all learning to live for the first time." That's a good one. Yeah. Who, who said that? <laughs> I, I don't know, but uh, apparently he's, I think it's really cool. He has like long hair. My camera's about to die. I'm sorry, y'all. That's um, okay. But, I, um, but he's really cool. He has long hair. He's like really good looking and he's like smart and, you know, he has a podcast. <laughs> Stop. Anyway, I don't know. Side topic, but quotes are great. Mm -hmm. Quotes are great. Um, totally. I actually had one here. I just pulled up because I have a whole like list of Please them. Please share. It's not related to any of this, but. Um, I mean, there's so many. I could just list all these. We could have a whole episode of me just reading quotes. Oh, totally. Um, I like this though. <laughs> Every time you lose at something, you're one step closer to winning. Mm. But I mean, it's simple. Like a lot of quotes, like they're just simple. Uh, and this one, if you have a safety net, you'll fall in it. Mm. And that's a good one. That's a good one to think about. So I'll let you say with that one. Mm. If you have a safety. That's net, a, that's so much of. Dude, that is so much of how I operate. What? That, like having a safety like, net? I no, not having <laughs> like not having a safety net. Yeah. Anyways, um, it this is a whole other thing that you made me think about. 
um, that's kind of related to this and like career and job and everything. Um, oftentimes I'm told just given like by family, of course, you know, given the nature of my work, you need to have a plan B, mm-hmm. you need to have a safety net. Why? Um, you need to make sure that you have something to catch you, which I understand where they're coming from. I understand the practical nature of what they're thinking about all these different things. The truth is humans don't succeed unless it is absolutely necessary for them to succeed. And like kind of my mindset, this is something that I got from Heinz. Hindsight, he was like, you know, one of my favorite creators out there. Um, there is no plan B. I believe in my vision. I have faith in the vision that I've been given. And so exactly. there is no plan B for me. I will make it happen. It, it's not do or die. It's just do, you know, like that's kind of like my mentality when it comes to mm. it. And it's just interesting, like, because then the response, and I'm curious what you think about these two words right here. I feel like our conversation is going in you know, a, a different place. But like, what do you think about these words? You need to be practical. You need to be practical. Yeah, I hate it. Mm, give it to me. What or, do you real, or realistic is the one that mm, I don't like. Yeah, realistic or practical. Same yeah. thing. I've, I actually did a whole episode on this. You probably really? heard it. It was just a solo. I did a solo episode way long time ago. So I will briefly recap what I have shared before. Um, It's always been hard for me. I don't think, quote unquote, realistically. I'm just natural. Everybody's wired differently. We all think different ways. Some people like immediately because of their experience in life and whatever go to like, this is what could happen, right? My brain just goes whoop, like right over top of that to like, Mm -hmm. what's the best possible situation? I'm going to do that. Like, and I don't even, I don't even think about anything else. Right. Like, let's, let's say that, I don't know. Like, I mean, here's one of my, one of my things. I want to see all seven wonders of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Before, before I die. And some, you, you might go, oh, well, you know, that's going to cost a lot of money and you might not have time to do that. And what if blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, but I'm going to do it. Like, I don't know how. I guess it's the how. And I think the how is the practical part. And that's what people don't like to be realistic. Tell me how. Okay. But if we don't, if we don't figure, if we don't determine where we're going, let's go on a road trip. You and I, we're going to go on a road trip. But if we don't know where we're going, how are we going to figure out where, like how to get there? Mm -hmm. So I think my, my thinking is like, when, when you are trying to be realistic or practical, you're, you're starting on that. This is a terrible, I don't even know if it's a good analogy. This is what I, my brain popped to, but like you're, you're trying to plan the road trip without knowing where you're going to get, get to. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't, you can't say, you know, well, we're, we're going on a, on a trip. Great. Where are you going? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but we're going to start planning it and packing and everything. It's like, awesome. But like, where are you driving to? And, and that's what I, I think is my problem with this because, um, you need to you need to think about anybody can do anything right like and this has been shown like regardless of like literally anything people that really want to do something they do it and it's not just like you're a special person or it's like we are humans and we have like anybody can do anything even like there obviously can be limitations but like people with disabilities do crazy stuff you never even thought was possible right like um, it's just, it's, it's completely possible, but it's only possible if you even try to think about it. And my problem with being practical is that you're, you're just not letting people dream. And, and that really bothers me because I think everybody needs to dream. And the reason a lot of that, that people 
like a lot of people don't get to do what they want to do is because they are thinking too practically. And mm -hmm. I think that's the other way people think, oh, you need to think practically and be realistic to get where you want to go. And I was like, I actually would argue it's the opposite. You mm -hmm. need to not not think realistically, think way outside mm -hmm. the box, like something crazy stupid, right? Mm -hmm. And then just work towards it, figure out how you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to do it. I can't help you. Mm -hmm. But you're going to do it, right? And if you keep that through like everything and you know that you're going to do it, then you'll get there. But if you think realistically, then it's going to be a problem. And, mm -hmm. and there are times where you do need to be realistic. You know, I'm not going to go out and, and, and spend all my money on a world trip right now because I'll come back and I will have zero. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like there, there has to be realistic things, but they're also, you can't let that outweigh your dreams and whatever those are. I say dreams, just like thinking big. Um, you need to think big. And if you don't, then I mean, I don't know start I <laughs> start so doing agree. it <laughs> yeah. i so agree dude yeah i so agree um while you were talking i grabbed this uh this one book because it you just reminded me so much of like our conversation is reminding me of this this is uh, why i'm holding it so weird this is awaken the giant within by tony robbins mm. like one of the five books that changed my life it's a thick thick book um it reminds me of this one quote that i always reference here um great actually here let me let me find here um Okay. Great leaders are rarely realistic. They are intelligent and they are accurate, but they are not realistic by other people's standards. What is realistic for one person, though, is totally different from what is realistic for another person based on their own references and experiences. Ah. Gandhi believed that he could gain autonomy for India without violently opposing Great Britain, something that had never been done before. He wasn't being realistic, but he, was, but he certainly proved to be accurate. Right. Mm. By the same token, it certainly wasn't realistic for a man to believe he could give the world happiness by building a theme park in the middle of an orange grove and charging people not only for the rides, but even to get in. At the same time, there was no such park in the world. Yet Walt Disney had a sense of certainty like few people who have ever lived and his optimism transformed his circumstances. Right. That's it. I feel like that thing, if you're like trying to create something new, if you're trying to do something that has never been done before, how can you be realistic? Right. For, you know, with the Gandhi reference, right? India didn't, like, it wasn't realistic for India to have its autonomy, right? Because that wasn't something that was, like, done before, mm -hmm. right? It, within, like, the confines of that, you know, particular time period. That wasn't something that was realistic, right? But I think in the vision, be audacious. In the execution, you know, figure out the practical necessities, right? But in the vision, like, be audacious, you know? Big picture, you need to. go crazy. Small steps, be realistic. I feel like that's kind of the way I operate. Exactly. And you have to like, you need to take realistic steps to get to this thing. So it is possible. But, but the classic, like we're talking about the, um, the safety net thing. Like if you have the safety net, you'll fall into it, right? It's like if you if you think about, oh, well, this could happen. And I need to like, maybe plan and, and be a little more reserved, because I don't want this to happen, then that's what's going to happen, because you're thinking about it. But if you don't even think about that, and you just go, this is what's going to happen, this big, amazing thing, that's all that's going to happen. That's the only thing I believe is going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Like, you don't even need to think about plan B, right? And mm -hmm. that's just like, that's how the universe operates on an energetic sure. level. If you put money or, or money, why, where did that come from? If you put your energy and, and your mind, like, just into this, that your energy will go that way. Like, the universe will respond in that way. Mm -hmm. But if you go, oh, well, this might happen and I might. It's like, 
I heard a thing, somebody talking about treating kids, like this is totally unrelated, but related. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you somebody's w- walking with milk, you're like, you know, toddlers walking with a glass of milk. And you say, don't, don't drop your milk. All they're thinking about is dropping the milk. <laughs> yeah. But if you say, keep your milk in the cup, then they're going to keep the milk in the cup and it's not going to fall. Mm-hmm. So it, it, wherever you put your energy, that's what will happen. So if you say, yeah, mm-hmm. don't, don't drop the milk or like, oh, focus on this. You need to be more realistic. Then that's the path you're going to take, which is why I think that you need to not think like that. Uh, and then, and then you need to take steps to realistic steps to get where you need to go. But mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And I think, I think lots of this is also predicated upon each individual person's risk aversion, you know, how much risk they can stomach, how much stability mm-hmm. they need. And these are actually like, interestingly enough, like these things are actually very like neuroscientific, you know, like very tangible, practical, like, sorry, not practical, tangible, quantifiable things that people have researched. I, I forget where I watched this one, um, this one Ted talk. And I think it was, I forget levels of like they were measuring certain like neurotransmitters in the brain. And basically if you have more of these neurotransmitters in the brain, you're more open to uh, new experiences, Mm -hmm. more open to, you know, like, like being unrealistic, you know, like being optimistic. Whereas if you have more of these chemicals or more of like, uh, yes, like, I forget what if your brain is programmed in this kind of way, then you're going to be more risk averse. Mm-hmm. So you won't go out and do these things. And so like there's understanding there, of course, we're all different, right? Everyone's their own brand of crazy. You know? <laughs> I love it. But I think at the end of the day, it's about doing what's right for you. Exactly. And like, I feel like that applies to our entire conversation, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're doing things for yourself or for other people, whether you're being realistic or unrealistic, whether you're building a safety net, whether you're doing something big, whether or not you're doing, you know, something a little bit more stable, a little bit more practical, you know, at the end of the day, do what's best for you. You know, yeah. we're all figuring out how to live for the first time. Wow. It's the it's close of every episode now. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually uh, subscribe to Harrison King official. Okay, stop. Uh, I love it. That was a, it was a great chat. Thank you, Amir. Of course. Thank you, Harrison. Uh, tell the people where your stuff is online. Well, you can find me everywhere. You get your social media, A-M-E-E-R-C-O-R-R-O, anywhere at Amir Coro. What about you, Harrison? Awesome. Uh, Harrison King Official on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Subscribe to Harrison <laughs> King Official. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you all for listening. Have a great rest of the day. We finished just in time. My camera says it's overheating. So look at that. Oh, <laughs> his face. Um, we will see you all next week. I hope you go and, and think about this. And, and I want to encourage everybody to, the whole point of this podcast is you can listen to it and get new ideas, but to go out and have one of these conversations, maybe based on one of these ideas in your own life. So get out there and do that, uh, this week and we will see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show, make sure to leave us a review on Apple podcasts. Visit us on Instagram and TikTok at Let's Talk About Life Pod. And for more information, head on over to harrisonkingofficial.com forward slash podcast. Now it's time for you to get out there and have a deep, meaningful conversation in your own life. <laughs>